0: Hello everybody. It's another edition of All Things Crime. I appreciate you being out there. Today is the day after the 77th anniversary when the Red Army discovered the Auschwitz concentration camp. So today's the 28th, but the 27th of January every year is the anniversary or its uh, the International Holocaust Remembrance Day. And today that just kind of spurred my memory and I wanted to talk about it. So Today's episode is all talking about the evil that men do. So first of all, I need to apologize for uh, being a little gap in between episodes. I had a little bout with COVID. And it wasn't so much that uh, it, it warm well; it wore me out. I was like laid out for about uh, 24, little over 24 hours. And but the biggest problem was my voice. I just uh, it was amazing. I could have sang some serious berry White without deep and grumbly and sore it was, but uh, didn't want to put you guys through that. So uh, just uh, held off on making this episode for a little while. But as you can see, if you're watching this on the YouTube channel. Or on Rumble uh, instead of listening to it. Uh, well, first of all, if you're just listening to this on a podcast, I highly recommend uh, continue listening, obviously. And while you're there, uh, hit that, you know, smash that um, uh, follow button so that you'd never miss an episode. But also make sure you check out the video on uh, YouTube, either YouTube or Rumble. And uh, because I'm going to be sharing a lot of pictures today of um, not necessarily Auschwitz, but I, I was able to, a number of years ago, visit the Hanoi Hilton. And it, it, so it, the theme of today all kind of ties together. So yeah, definitely if you get a chance, go check out those, um, uh, the videos and you'll, you'll see some pictures of especially the Hanoi Hilton that I was able to visit a number of years ago. The, and, and the bottom line is the evil that men can do is truly staggering. And if you've never visited these places... You absolutely, you, you have to. Uh, the, the life lessons that are involved with actually just visiting these places, especially if you can take your family, they are just staggering. And so highly recommend it. Um, you, you will never forget it. That, that much, I promise you. So first of all, you know, it's interesting that evil and weak men crave control and power. And and they get their power over their control. And so the easiest place to do that uh, that, I, that I've ever seen, especially on a mass scale, is through political power. And it's interesting that people will take misery of others and use it to their advantage to get people and manipulate people into doing what they want, uh, what they want to accomplish. And so a lot of times they'll they'll use others as opposed to doing th- things themselves, and to me, you know, manipulating and shaming and guilting and and but using uh, the the goodwill of other people to accomplish your designs to me that's there's so much wrong with that. I, it's just it's just difficult for me to even explain it. But let's talk about in particular what happened in 1939. In right before, you know, as World War II was shaping up. So, first of all, the the German people, and most of you know this kind of history, but I, I wanted to uh, briefly go over it. The German people were really suffering. There was a lot of poverty because they were basically stuck with the bill of World War One. Now, whether or not that was justified is completely irrelevant. The bottom line is the people were miserable. They were in a depression, and Hitler was a smart enough politician and evil enough to actually go after that misery and shape it and direct it. And that's honestly, that is how evil people operate. And not only do they focus it, but they typically do it against another group of people. You know, they have to control and most control is over other people. So they, they, they'll manipulate, they'll divide and divide and conquer and that's exactly what hitler did he started focusing the anger of the british or of the german people to toward the jewish people and saying that the jewish population was the cause of all this all these problems and that was kind of the the beginning of i mean there's there's tons and tons of little steps but that that thought process was kind of the beginning of the holocaust and 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 then you add on top of that, the weak leadership of Europe at the time, and especially Chamberlain. Now, Chamberlain was the prime minister of the UK, and this guy was the epitome of an appeaser. Now, what I mean by appeaser is they basically, um, they're the, the ultimate politician that they actually believe that someone else's word or someone else's signature on a piece of paper actually means anything. It's almost like today, you know, looking at Russia and and the crazy things that's going on with the Ukraine Russian border right now. And some people actually believe that what Putin says uh, is legit, that he actually means it. And I, evil people don't operate that way. They, they don't, their word is not, their bond is just a, complete fallacy so people like hitler people like putin uh, and and other leaders throughout history you look at them and you you find out they all kind of follow the same pattern they use mass media they they require kind of a uh when i say ignorant i don't mean uh unintelligent or or uneducated i mean uninformed so they, use, they have to use and, and control the media because that's how information gets out. So they control the narrative. They control the media. They twist facts into, you know, they'll, they might use something like a scenario that is legitimately happened, but then they'll twist as to why it happened and to whose fault it is that happened. And then a lot of times, especially if they have total control over the media and the ability for uh, any other opposing views to get out, then they'll just whip up just complete lies. And that's kind of the end of it, you know, toward the end of when they actually want the frenzy, you know, they'll build up and build up and build up. But then once they want the actual frenzy, then they'll they'll just make stuff up. And that's exactly what happened in Germany in the 1930s, and especially toward, you know, 38, 39, and uh, right before they actually, you know, launched the, the Blitzkrieg and all of that, all the things that we're mostly familiar with. Now, the reason I bring this up is when you think of in the context of the Holocaust and the horrors of the Holocaust, how it, you know, you can't, you can't assume, and, and I think it's, I think it's beyond, uh, beyond all of our understanding of how a a, a people, like the German people, I I know lots of German people. And I imagine if you would talk to some of the people in Germany in the 1930s, even as miserable as they were, if they had known the cost of getting them out of the, the depression and things that they, economic depression that they were in, there's no way any of them would have agreed to go through the Holocaust in order to do that. You know, good normal people just don't operate that way. They don't think that way. And so the only way that uh, somebody like Hitler could manipulate them to actually do that is again, to whip them into a frenzy, divide them. You, they divide by race, they divide by religion by uh ideologies, they have to divide the people as opposed to unifying them on a central message or you know nationalism, that kind of thing. They have to divide people and the population has to be uh, pitted against each other. and that's the, that's the only way that, you, that 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 politicians can get people to agree to crazy things like, you know what, let's, let's put these people in concentration camps because they think differently than us. Therefore they need to be taken out of society and put somewhere else. And, you know, a lot of it is just sheer ignorance. Some of it is just, uh, you know, uh, blind, willful blindness, but regardless, that's the way using, you know, guilt and shame and manipulation that's how these evil, especially politicians, but that's how these evil leader types uh, have to operate. because otherwise, they would never get normal uh, functioning, you know, loving people to do those kind of acts, like what the, the, the people, you know, especially the Germans in World War II time did against the Jewish people. And the whole reason that we have this Holocaust Remembrance Day, is so that the world never goes through that again. Now it's interesting that there's so many people and uh, different different groups and things, especially those that are that are uh, anti-Semitic, that want the Holocaust Remembrance Day to go away. They, they and even they're trying to rewrite the history books. And if you look at the people that are doing that, they operate on the same pattern that. Hitler operated on. And then you look outside of that and you look at seemingly reasonable people that are in positions like the UK uh, Prime Minister Chamberlain, who, you know, he's the one that went over to Germany, met with Hitler. They talked. I don't know what that conversation was exactly. You know, look in the history books and, and find out. But the bottom line is when he came home to the UK, Uh, I've seen lots of videos and pictures of him waving this contract around that he was so excited to get, you know, that had Hitler's signature on, which was basically an agreement that Hitler wasn't going to do, you know, more aggressive actions than, you know, what he was. He was kind of annexing Austria and things like that at the time, you know, German speaking, using a lot of the same verbiage amazingly that Putin is using right now. Uh, And and so the parallels are absolutely incredible. But a lot of these people that that follow this pattern, they want history erased, they want to rewrite history. Because if they if they're following the same pattern, they don't want people to recognize that. Well, fortunately, uh, history has been written so many times in so many different locations that it's impossible. Now, it's almost like trying to get rid of the internet, you know, you just can't do it. And um, and so the, the story is out there, and there's a lot of parallels that are happening right now that we 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 have to look at, and we say, "What in the world? We have to stop this." So before we move on, especially talking about uh, you know what happened in, in Hanoi, the Hanoi Hilton, when I went and visited there a couple of years ago, you have to understand the the evil, and you know if you haven't taken the time to actually look at some of the things they, they didn't just kill people in these concentration camps like Auschwitz. They conducted medical experiments on them. They, you know, rape and, and abuse and that kind of thing was rampant. Uh, it, it was open season. The, the people that were in those concentration camps, the Jewish people, especially were, they were considered subhuman. And that's, that's another key element, you know, Normal people cannot look at another human and do disgusting things like that unless they marginalize that person first. And in their minds, they have to do that. And it's the same with um, a lot of war times, you know, that happens to a lot of soldiers where uh, they'll make up nicknames for the enemy. and But they have to do it in order to actually, you know, pull the trigger and kill that person. A lot of times that happens in crime in general. When the people feel so justified because the people that they're conducting these criminal acts against, they don't look at them as an equal. They don't look at them as another human being. They look at that. They look at the other person in you know all sorts of different ways. But the bottom line is, when acts of evil are that pronounced, uh, the 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 mindset of the people can you know doing these kind of evil acts has to be totally different than what we uh, can fathom. And most people can't even comprehend what I'm talking about here. So, you know, you really have to sit back and and think about it. So that's what was going on in these concentration camps. And it was so there was a lot of just incredibly evil, abusive things that are happening before they went to the gas chambers and before they went to the cremation Uh, phase of it or you know if they were you know they're starving it is just the the horror of these places is really really hard to imagine and like I said if you ever have the chance to visit them uh, or study them you need to do it because it gives you an entirely different perspective on life thank you for listening to all things crime we are so grateful for all of our listeners If you enjoyed this, please give us a positive review so other people can find it as well. Have an amazing All Things Crime Day.